Seeds of Wonder podcast. I'm Carol, the founder of Seeds of Wonder, an online store focused on supporting eco-conscious, time-poor women prioritize their self-care with earth-friendly, guilt-free yoga and well-being products that are designed to nourish you inside and out and bring more calm into your life. Today's special guest is Christine Agar, and we're going to be talking about manifestation, or more importantly, how to get out of your own way to allow your manifestation to take place. Christine is an NLP mindset coach, energy healer, and a medium. Christine works with mums and women in business and leadership roles who struggle with anxiety, depression, anger, being highly sensitive, or feel like they can't control their emotions. She's passionate about supporting women to master and manage their energy, emotions, heal, rewire their mindsets for success and awaken their intuition so that they can show up each day as the best version of themselves. For the last nine years, she has empowered hundreds of women to heal their past, connect with their inner guidance system and achieve emotional mastery and take back control of their mind, body and their life. Christine, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It's so exciting and great to have you along today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about this topic. I know. It's a a really interesting one. You hear manifestation talked about a lot, but that whole idea of manifesting, but also allowing it to happen and and getting Mm. out of your own way is, you know, really interesting to me because I I think this is something (laughs) that I really connect with. But before we get into that, I'm I'm really intrigued to hear more about your journey and how you came came into being an energy healer, a coach, and deciding to work with your your mediumship skills. Because I mean, you, you're obviously born being a, a medium. That that's not something necessarily that you learn. I, I I'm I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you say that because um, with when I started developing mediumship, I with the with the learnings and the study and the the like the development circles that I attended there is an idea and a concept that we all have access to connect with the spirit world and it's about developing your skills and heightening your awareness and your ability so some people believe that it's something that you're born with and um are under the impression that you can develop that skill and you know either way it doesn't matter but in terms of my own journey uh, it's all started for me after I gave birth to my children Uh, after well I'm sure that between my first giving birth to, to Anthony and in in between that and giving birth to Aiden that I was experiencing undiagnosed postnatal depression and then after I gave birth to Aiden, I could definitely feel that something was wrong and I was experiencing severe anxiety and just in a constant depression. I was feeling really unfulfilled. I felt like I didn't know who I was anymore and I didn't want to identify as, and it's so okay, I just want to like pre-frame this, it's so okay to identify as a mum, but for me that just didn't feel fulfilling to just be a like I just kept hearing the voice in my head um I like I don't want to just be a mum I don't want to just be a mum and that was like my own inner critic playing inside my head um and I knew that I was in this world to do something more and something meaningful I just had no idea what it was 
So my, <laughs> my depression, my anxiety was an entry point for me to start exploring why this was all coming up for me. And that was my entry point to, um, I went to see a psycho, I talked to my doctor. I went to see a psychologist. My psychologist uh, suggested that I have a look into life coaching and I didn't know what life coaching was I didn't even know that was a career path and I started looking into that and the more I looked into it and the more I read about the qualities that would make you a great life coach I started to feel that passion within myself where I felt like they were talking about me like all like you know being curious about people's minds and how they work and sounds like so much fun and it sounds like something I've always done organically like I've always been interested in how people's minds work I've always wanted to know their stories and talk to them and hear about the things that they've experienced in their life and whether it's like how they how they got to a point in their lives where they felt really successful how they navigated through really dark um dark moments, dark periods of time in their life. I've always just been super interested in that. So healing, I used the life coaching certification. I did that diploma for about a year. Uh, and I use that certification to heal myself, to start the healing journey with myself. And I was practicing with other practitioners and I kept, became really good friends with one of the other practitioners and she was developing her own healing modality called soul psychology. So I jumped on board and learned that and I became a student for a year. And that was like a new level of healing for me. So I healed from depression and severe anxiety, medication free. I was also dealing with chronic pain at the time. So I very much realized that we are whole beings and it's so important that we address all parts of our body, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical body. So I was seeing an acupuncturist. I was going to physio. I was working on my mindset and the energy healing for me was a spirituality aspect that I felt I lacked because I felt so disconnected to, um, I was brought up a Catholic and I, to that, not all of it felt true for me anymore. And so I felt really lost there. But this aspect of energy healing and spirituality and everything that I learned from my mentor, she became my mentor, um, really allowed me this renewed sense of self and a mission in life that if I was able to help myself, then I was able, like what would stop me from helping someone else or other women that had gone through what I had gone through and felt like they lost themselves or felt like they were struggling with really heightened emotions. Perhaps they consider themselves empaths or highly sensitive people. But I, before going through my own journey, didn't realize that that was a thing. And I was always judged um, for being weak and so sensitive. And it was such a bad thing. And then I realized, well, actually, this is where my gift opened up. Uh, when I embraced that sensitivity and realized that that's actually my superpower. And the more I was doing the energy healing sessions with people, I became a trainer, a global trainer for um, my mentor. 
So I was training other practitioners to learn the modality as well so they could use it to heal themselves and also support other people. And in that is when the mediumship started opening up and I would be in sessions with a client or I was training and I felt spirits around me and I was connecting to the loved ones of the people that I was with that had crossed over and I was asking questions and asking if they'd be open to hearing it and and the spirits were communicating with me like the souls of those their loved ones that have passed their family and friends were communicating things with me that I could never have known and so that in itself was providing healing so I felt like I feel like as my journey continued to unfold over the last nine years and it's still unfolding, like there's always something new, but a new element of what I'm here to do um, is presented. The more that I keep showing up for whatever it is that is, and, and that will come into that when we talk about manifestation. But so that that's my, that's my journey, how I went from depression, anxiety, and moved into this beautiful place of coaching that then added onto that the healing experience and and the skills and and then the mediumship opened up as well so it, you've actually got that lived experience that's basing for you your practitioner skills now comes from lived experience as well which I often think is so valuable mm-hmm. um because you've got that you've got that empathy you've actually embodied it yourself which I think gives you that another depth to what you can offer as well so and that's that's fascinating that your mediumship came out as part of that your journey um they often say the universe brings us to places when we're ready for it and when we're open to things it's it's quite fascinating hearing that different parts have come to you at different times in, in your life and it'll be really interesting to see what where your journey is going to take you christine oh thank you and yeah you know i i'm very much a believer of what you just mentioned there like when you're ready, the universe delivers. And there's this beautiful saying that when um, the student is ready, the teacher appears. And that has been very much my lived experience. And and I never just consider myself uh, like a teacher or a healer or a coach or anything like that because I always approach each day and each moment as a student as well as a teacher. And that just allows me to do this beautiful dance in between those energies and see everything through fresh eyes and it gives you that uh that excitement and that passion I think for what you're doing as well um because it's everything's fresh and exciting because you're never quite sure what's about to transpire through your day I think or or your week or where you're going to go as well so it keeps it alive I think because when you approach life like that completely and I get I'm a person that gets bored really easily so I know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a perfect fit perfect fit so let's delve into talking about manifestation then people manifest in different ways you know like I, I, you if you you know just have to google it and there's lots of different um conversations going on what, what have you found works for you in this space yeah so I think let's cover what manifestation is first so I, I think um just, that's a good point let's get a common ground so yeah that's a good point because I'm assuming everyone gets that <laughs> that's a very yeah. good point Chrissy let's go back a step <laughs> let's go back a step so manifestation is like essentially the simplest way to explain it is bringing an idea that you have something you desire something that you want to see in your reality 
bringing that idea um, into something tangible. So ch uh, changing it into something tangible through the law of attraction, through looking at your beliefs, your subconscious beliefs, and um, the resistance that you have to attaining that or attracting that or magnetizing that or manifesting that thing so that you can actually see it in your reality. It turns into something tangible. It becomes a part of your physical reality. So it moves from that space of idea, which is a much higher um, dimension, into a, like the denseness of this, the physical reality where you can actually see, feel, touch the thing that it is that you want to see. That's how I I see manifestation. Yeah, no, that that and that aligns with and you're more the expert, but that definitely aligns with how I high view it as well. Um, it's not just about plucking an idea out the the air and think I want to be a millionaire. You know, <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's it, there's more to it definitely than that. Um, so once you've done some of that work to get to that point, what sort of things do you do to help to 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 sort of give life to that manifestation, if you like. Yep. So I always start with, um, and this like this comes from the coaching aspect of getting really clear on what you want your goal, like what your goal is. I don't like to call it a goal personally. I like to use the word intention. So what's the intention that I'm setting? What is it that I want to manifest? And I get really clear on what that looks like. So um I get super clear on like if I were to visualize it, what would I be doing in that reality? What do I imagine would be happening in my world, happening in my relationships, happening in my the, the my the world around me in my life? And that I would do in a space of like creativity. So I would get colored pens and a blank sheet of paper, and I I listen to really calming music. And I just get really clear on what that looks like. And I could do that so often. That could be something that I come back to every um, week and it expands each time. Like I get more and more detail about what that looks like each and every time. So that's the first thing. And then after I'm clear on what it looks like and what would be happening around me, I found that the most powerful way, way to manifest anything is to tap into the feelings of that. Mm. one thing to want to see something in your reality, like to want to manifest something, it's another thing to understand why you want it. So like what is it that I believe I'm going to feel? What am I going to feel when I have that? Why is that thing important to me? Is it because I feel like if I have that thing, it's going to make me feel successful? Is it because it's going to give me a sense of peace? Is it going to allow me to relax more into my body and into my life? What is it actually going to give me? Is it going to allow me to experience more love, um, more love for myself, whatever that is? So understanding like what's the undercurrent of why you want that thing? What's the quality that you want to feel when you have that thing? And once you understand that, then it becomes a really fun game. And every day you get to tap into, okay, so if this were a reality, I would be feeling this and this and this. You know that because you've explored that. And how can I feel this right now? How can I feel successful right now? How can I feel ex like 
ex extreme happiness right now? How can I feel fulfilled right now? And starting to incorporate things in your life that are easily achievable that will give you that same feeling. Because the law of attraction tells us that um, if we are to feel those feelings that we think that we're going to feel or we believe we're going to feel when we get that manifestation, when we create that reality, if we can feel those things now, we become a magnet for what it is we want to create and it almost just arrives. And I know that sounds so good to be true, but I've seen it and I've experienced it and I've witnessed it with my clients and myself over and over again. And it almost feels like there's no logical explanation for how that happened. It's kind of <laughs> like there's an element of magic there because you are working with a universal law, which is unseen. So you're bringing the unseen into the scene, um, into a physical reality, and you're doing it working with energy. Does that make sense? Yes, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've had uh, similar experiences myself where it just doesn't, it, you know, I, I've done the work and then it, you know, the, the, the dots seem to have connected with no rhyme or reason. Um, in fact, the odds would have suggested the opposite. So yeah, I absolutely, I think many of us have had those kind of experiences if we, we, we consciously sit and think about it. Yeah, completely. And then, um, so that's like part of the practice. I definitely have a daily alignment practice that helps me where I meet myself every day before meditation. I meet myself where I'm at and I sit with what parts of me feel resistant, what parts of me feel blocked, what emotions are coming up that don't feel good, that feel uncomfortable in my body. And I look at what beliefs are creating those emotions and that resistance and the pain or the discomfort inside of my body inside of my mind and I use the tools that I've learned that I've gathered over the years to clear the resistance so that I can I can come back into alignment with uh with a state that feels really optimal and in alignment with what it is that I want to feel when I manifest that thing because um if you have a look at, if you, so just say you set what it is that you want to manifest, you, you set the intention for that. And then you come back and you keep addressing that and looking at it when you're, when it feels unachievable, when you're in a place of lack, whether it's like you're feeling really angry, you're feeling frustrated that you don't have that thing and, and you're reading over it or you're looking at the, your vision board that you created or the, images that you drew or the whatever it is the way that you um connect to that end goal intention um and you're you know you're in a negative state i call it like an uncomfortable state you're feeling those heavier denser kind of emotions you're going to push it further away from you you're going to push what it is that you want further away from you because while you're thinking about it, you're in a state of lack, which sends the message out to the universe that I like, I don't have this, I'm not there. And where you focus your attention on that energy continues to grow. So if you're focused on wh what you don't have and, and why you don't have it, and you're in that negative state, that energy is going to grow instead of shifting your focus and focusing on the feelings that you want to feel when you have that thing and allowing the energy of that 
of those beautiful emotions to grow. And the easiest way to do that is to feel so much gratitude for the things that you have in your life already that are giving you those feelings. So is that part of your practice in the morning when you say you you sit in alignment with you, you know, you connect into yourself to feel where you're resisting, et cetera. Do you have a gratitude practice as part of that in the morning or is that something you do separately? Well, it just depends on the day. So if I generally I will be already in a quite a grateful state. Um, So on those days I just can feel it for a moment and then move straight into my practice. But it is what I just described is definitely my daily alignment practice where I have a look at the spaces that feel good and then I have a look at the spaces that feel resistant and then I do my healings. I like get into alignment however it takes sometimes and it doesn't necessarily, I'm talking about the tools that I use. For me, that's what I use and that's what I've learned and that's my journey. But for someone that who um, hasn't gone through, you know, learnt an, an energy healing modality or coaching or any of those kind of tools, it could be as simple as listening to really good feeling music and like moving your body around and just witnessing that energy move through your body and out and then that's that could be the thing that feels really good it could be singing it could be painting it could be meditation um in however that looks for you so everyone's practice that helps move them out of resistance and into a place of centeredness and groundedness is the thing that will work for them in terms of coming back into a place where they can be a magnet for what it is they want to create. That's great. I'm really glad you said that because that's something that if if, from people, if anyone's listening to my podcast regularly, they'll they'll hear me talk about this a lot. It's about finding that what re- works for you and what resonates for you, what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for you. Um, and and don't don't worry about that. It's finding the practices that support you. So I think Christine's given us some great ideas to to try out there. Um, and some ideas to go and explore because Christine's men- mentioned healing modalities to explore. And I think you might talk about some of those a little bit later as well. Um, one of the things that I'm quite intrigued about, and this is, I, I think I'm going to put my hand up here. So uh, as the first person in the queue, <laughs> so own up for this, is sometimes manifestation is about getting out of your own way. That what we think we want is not always um, what's best for our highest good or or even what we often really desire. And um when I talk about this I always think about back in my late 20s I used to have this daydream about owning this beautiful little bookshop you know with a little cafe in the corner and you know it was this beautiful little sweet thing and then when I actually looked into it and realized the reality behind choosing the books for my bookshop shop and um sitting and reading with a cup of coffee kind of thing that you know that is that's not running a bookshop on a little cafe at all and I'm not a morning person so you know the cafe side was very optimistic Uh, and uh I'm clearly not rich enough to have a lot of people to come in and do the early morning shifts etc so when I looked into it I realized that you know the, the daydream was lovely but the reality actually that wasn't what I desired at all um so do you have any tips um for sort of helping us to, to connect with really manifesting and getting out of our own way if you like oh absolutely and it's funny that you mention that because I relate that to I decided that I wanted to be a cake decorator because I watched um I think it was called cake boss do you remember that show was it cake <gasps> and he used to make these amazing cakes do you remember oh. 
any oh sorry I, I just thought we cut out there for a second I did um, as well I was like oh, oh we've got that. no I think that might be before my time I've been here about 20 years but it might just been before my time but uh I, I can visualize it we've had similar things in the UK where they just do these mind-blowing cakes that are yeah. just redecorated yes so I watched this sh- this show and I, I watched it once and I was like, that's the thing that I'm going to do. I could definitely do that. I would love that. That would be so much fun. And I didn't consider what that would actually entail. So I decided to, like I dived right in and I studied and I bought all the things and then I got to a point where my kids would fall asleep. I was up till 3 o'clock in the morning decorating cakes my hands, my wrists, my arms were aching from kneading the fondant. And I was like, this is not what I imagined it to look like. And it was a real lesson for me to when I got those excited, inspired ideas quite often with me. Um, and my husband will have a laugh because he'll be like, what project are we on today? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my um, be the same. <laughs> yeah, so you can relate. So um Yeah, so that was a good lesson for me to be like, well, when I get those ideas, actually look into, okay, so what would that really look like and would that fit who I am? Exactly like you said, I'm not a morning person either, but I'm also not a night owl. I don't like to be up till 3 a.m. when I'm completely exhausted after looking after two young children. So um, your question was like, how can you get out of your own way when we think about manifesting? So the one thing that I, in my experience, has really supported that process is to each morning, this is also part of my practice, each morning is to ask myself, what is it that I need to understand today for my highest good what is the guidance that you and I connect with my soul I connect with my higher self for me that's in meditation um I used to just be journaling asking that question and then kind of automatic writing and I'd get really beautiful information and um when I ask ask that question and go into meditation or start writing being I The intention is that I open myself up so that I am in such a receptive state that my ego mind is not getting in the way whatsoever and I'm just opening up to my spirit and receiving whatever it has to deliver to me that day. And then when I receive that guidance, I go and put that into action, even if it doesn't make sense, because I know that I've received that information and that guidance receptive open place where I'm so connected to my spirit that's the way that I do it and that's the way that I teach in my six all of my works around helping you connect to your inner guidance system so that you are able to literally ask a question and open your sixth sense which is your intuition and for some people there'll be people that feel more or they might receive a knowing or they might get a vision. That's how they receive um, their information from their soul, their higher self, their spirit, Um, that whatever that higher power is that you feel connected to. And for me, that's how I get out of my own way because, yes, I connect to what it is. I, I get really clear on what it is I want to manifest. But once I do that and I have that practice 
in the beginning of my day where I'm really connected to that for just say five minutes every day. That's all it takes, five, 15 minutes every day. I let it go. So I don't hold on to it. I don't obsess over it. I don't put it everywhere and like, you know, I just completely let it go. And then I ask what I need to know about it. What do I need to know in my day? What do I need to know for my highest good today? And that's how I move through life. And it that takes practice um, to really trust at that level. It was really hard for me at the beginning to be able to do that because we as humans, we're habitual creatures and we like to know, <laughs> we like to knowing what we're doing and knowing where we're going and having a plan that provides us security. And so asking you to go in a completely different direction here and just be really open to what you're receiving each day is a, is a really new way of being. Um, does that answer your question? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it's something um, I've been playing with personally and I, I, I struggle with it. Uh, I'm exactly the, the first example you gave is like human beings tend to like to have a plan. They like to know where they're going. That that almost described me to an, in, in a nutshell. <laughs> I, I'm probably the quite extreme end of that. I'm a real planner. Uh, my husband may describe me as a control freak in a, in a more nice, nicer terms. But to, uh, so to let go, it, it, for me, it's about it, it feels like letting go um, and, and having that faith in my with my intuition and the you know, my gut instinct almost is telling me that internal guidance system is uh, there's half of my brain and body says, absolutely, it's right. And the the planner, the project manager in me goes, hang on a minute, we had a plan. <laughs> I have this internal dialogue going on and um, it's something I'm consciously working on this year. So um, it's really interesting to hear. And again, the universe brings you the messaging often when you're needing it. So it's, I'm, I'm, get, I'm having a lot of these kind of conversations, Christine. So it's really interesting to hear you, you saying this as well. So, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be having similar aha moments um, listening into this too. Um, one of the things that would be quite interesting is how do you open yourself up more to receiving what supports you when it it doesn't at first appear to align with what you are trying to manifest so you you you, you know you have decided to manifest that bookshop or mm-hmm. um, to open yourself up to more uh, to be more compassionate or so, so whatever it's you're doing whether it's something as you know like a, a touchable feel bookshop or it's more about uh how you live your life or a behavior, et cetera. How, how do you sort of let go more? <laughs> yeah. So you stay in constant communication with your spirit. And the way that you do that is um, in my own experience and what I teach and share is that um, you find a, a daily practice, a daily practice where that you enjoy doing. I always recommend meditation because Meditation is so powerful and there's so many different types of meditation. So it's not just the type of meditation I'm saying, just sit there in silence and watch your thoughts and, um, you know, just see what comes through. That can, for some people that comes really naturally, but for me that didn't come naturally and that's taken me years to get to a place of like daily practice where I can sit and ask a question and get really familiar with the voice. So it's important to find a practice that works for you. For some people, I have a client who listens to meditation music in the car and she's driving and for her, she needs to be doing something and listening to that music 
for the guidance to come through. And so when you, you find a daily practice that feels really good, become familiar with what the voice of your soul sounds like, what the voice of your intuition sounds like, feels like, looks like. Um, and, you know, that sense of when you're receiving something from your intuition versus, you know, when you're receiving something from the inner critic or the ego mind. And the more that you practice that daily, that daily, whatever that daily ritual is for you, and the clearer you become with that guidance, the more that you trust it and the easier it feels to follow that guidance and move into faith. So there's not one easy answer. It's not like, oh, you do this and you'll, you know, that's it. You can trust. No, it's a, a practice and it's learning. And it's it's like um, building a relationship or it's meeting someone new, you start dating and then you continue to go on dates and you get to know them more and then you get engaged and then you get married. And then um, if you're in a really great relationship, um, if you're in a really happy and fulfilled relationship, that relationship continues to grow and you almost start to feel like you're reading each other's minds. That's how it feels with me and my husband. It's hilarious. Like he'll get, you know, <laughs> I would have just been thinking about that and like we're so connected um, at that point because we've worked on our relationship and it wasn't always like that. You know, that takes work and it's the same, it goes, it's the same that goes for your relationship with that inner guidance system that you have. It's learning about each other <laughs> learning more about what your soul has to say and what your spirit has to say and like how you receive that information and then practicing it daily uh that then gives you you know the ability to trust that more I love your analogy about a new relationship that is so true is and it's that you as you listen to each other and you, you grow to recognize you know each other's voice understand each other's voice and then see each other's behaviors come out yeah then you learn to trust each other more that, it, that that's a perfect analogy I, I I love that but you need the time and that I think that's the underlying thing I'm taking away is that you've got to don't give up the first time it's like meditation anyone who's tried meditation it didn't come naturally again putting my hand up here uh, <laughs> it takes time to find what works for you and 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 get your own rhythm and so to don't don't give up the first few times and uh it can take a while to to settle in so that that's really great advice and um before we wrap up i'm going to uh throw a new question at you christine yay so <laughs> i'm introducing a new question on my podcast um it's got nothing to do with manifestation so uh i'm going to change the topic a little bit so the common theme for everything i do with my business on the podcast or in the online store etc is that it always comes back to self-care and sort of nurturing ourselves so I'm going to introduce this new question on the podcast. I'd love to know what is the weirdest thing that you do for self-care that others might think is a little odd. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, I'll share with you something that I did for self-care. It's not something I do regularly, but it was the weirdest. It felt like the most odd thing that I've ever experienced. And I also loved it so much because I love surprises. Um, so this would have been a couple of years ago. I, my mentor held a Christmas party and invited us all to this experience. And it was 
a it was a ritual of creating something called a soul doll. Have you ever heard of that? No. Is it similar to the wor- when I worry dolls would be different? No, I haven't. Very intrigued. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. And so she brought in this woman who took us on an amazing journey inwards, and. Um, we got to witness places that perhaps we hadn't connected with in terms of like trauma or wounds or like um, just parts of ourselves that still felt and and then transform them inside of that inner journey. And then we come out of that and we create, she's got all of these amazing materials and we create this doll and it's called our soul doll. And we add all of the pieces that felt like it was part of the journey that we went on or represent the inner journey that we just went on and transformed. And mine came out with two heads. So one (laughs) head was like the wounded inner child and that was on one side of the doll. And then on the other side of the doll was this like my cosmic self, like the healed, hold soul of me and it was beautiful and then my kids thought it was the scariest thing ever like I had to hide it Anthony couldn't even look at it but it was so beautiful to me because I'd gone through the journey and I'd created created it and then eventually I got to this place in my meditation where I was guided to go in because part of it is like this wool I can't explain the tool that I used but you kind of um, fluff up the the this wool material. Um, so I was got I was guided to go back to it and use the wool and cover up the wounded inner child because that aspect was completely healed. So that for me was very healing, and I consider anything healing as a part of self care. And that was the weirdest thing that I've ever done, but also one of the most rewarding healing experiences quite transformational very transformational but what a beautiful journey you've got to open yourself up to go through it but it sounds like it's quite rewarding going through the different stages always yeah always but yes I've never heard of that I'm fascinated I'm going to have to go off and do my own research on that um and I'm sure other people listening into this will be as intrigued as me. Thank you so much for sharing. I, I love learning new things. I, I didn't expect that as the answer <laughs> at all. <laughs> that, that is fantastic. I think you've just set the, the bar for future podcasts there, Christine. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> this is a competition. <laughs> wow, that's a fantastic first example. I'm very excited to introduce this question. I'm sure you'll have so much fun when you ask, um, when you start getting like answers. I think every answer will really surprise you. It's a fun question. It is such a fun question. I think we'll have so many. So one of the things I'm always keen to do is uh, going back to the idea is what works for one person doesn't work for the next person. And self-care for me is going to look very different from what it might look like for you, Christine. There'll be overlaps, but other things will, you know, things that resonate for one person don't resonate for everybody. So it's about being confident that your self-care can look really different. And I think we'll get some fantastic examples for people to explore and uh, try, try themselves yeah. um, or find, find people to, um, you know, obviously that, that, that one you probably need to, to be facilitated. I, I, I feel so oh, <laughs> but, uh, to go out. And... 
So thank you so much for sharing. And as we're coming up to wrapping up the podcast, um, what have you got coming up uh, in your world? What, what's going on for you? Well, at the moment, I have a training that I'm running next week. So I don't think the podcast will be out by then, but you can get access to the recording because I'm turning it into um, a product. I'm I'm running a training and it's called the Unconventional Toolkit for Anxiety that works like magic. And I'm so excited about sharing the tools here, the tools that I've collected over the last few years uh, that have worked for me and my clients. And they seriously like you're clearing um you're clearing energy from your body in minutes and you can feel it. And it's, um, they're so easy. One of them's hilarious, but um, you'll, you'll have to either get on live or get the recording to see that. But the, <laughs> the important part about that is they're really powerful. They're easy, they're powerful, and they're tools that really support you if you want to learn techniques to heal yourself, clear anxiety from your body in minutes. Um, so that's one thing that's happening always have my six-week program uh, available, which is called Awaken Your Intuition. It's a six-week immersion with healings and um, training videos to help support you really connect to your inner guidance system and live a soul-led life. And um, and then I always I have my one-on-one coaching. And if you're interested in booking a call, um, I always have a 15-minute call available so you know you can I think I've sent you that link Carol but yes I'll make sure I put that in the um, notes for the podcast as well so it's easy for people to find awesome so if you're interested in just having a chat and seeing how we could work together or how I could support you if or if you feel like um, you know is this a good fit uh, and you want to have a chat I'm always happy to do that but yeah they're the ways that I work with people the one-on-one coaching the group healings which I didn't really mention, but that happens. And then I have always have a masterclass going on every few months that I'm in, that's in creation, that's inspired, and my six-week program. And I know if uh, for anyone who's listening locally um, in uh, the St. George or the Shah area or in Sydney area and, uh, and can travel down, Christine does do um, some events locally as well. Um, so if you're lucky enough to live nearby, um, you can uh, come along in person and, and get some time with Christine and some of those group activities. So um, I think you might have one or two coming up Christine um this is being recorded uh, and will go out at the end of April uh, 2022 so if you're listening <laughs> I think Christine might have a couple in the pipeline so watch watch this space yeah definitely and connect with me on Instagram because I'm always updating things on my story that that's where you'll see any events that I'm running or master classes or anything there's always sales and things on mediumship readings and um oracle card healings there's always something new and amazing that comes through so it's not consistent um so yeah definitely connect with me there and and have a look that's great and I think that you are offering a little treat um to our listeners yes I am I'm offering thank you so much (laughs) you're so welcome I'm offering a masterclass and it's just so in alignment with the topic in with today's topic um, and I go a lot more in depth about my the practice and the practices that I used I've used to awaken my intuition that's allowed me 
to connect so deeply to my inner guidance system and support clients. Um, it's free. And so you have access to the recording and the tools in there and you can come back to them and you can try them out. And definitely I would, I'm always open to hearing feedbacks about your experience if you do go ahead and use them and they feel good for you. So, um, yeah, and definitely enjoy that. Lovely. I will put the link. So that's a masterclass. It's called Awaken and Amplify Your Connection to Your Inner Guidance System. So look for that in the podcast notes. I'll make sure um, that I provide the link for that um, it, along with um, the link to get the 15-minute call if you want to chat to Christine about um, exploring how you could work with Christine as well one-on-one. -on -one. Fantastic. Thank you so Thank much, Carol. <laughs> Oh, for a fabulous conversation. I am so lucky to do what I do because I get to speak to people like you and learn such amazing things. Thank you for such a beautiful and uh, fascinating conversation, Christine. Thank you for being so generously sharing your knowledge with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And um, I feel really blessed to have you in my world. No, I'm so, so glad our paths crossed. And it feels like I've known you for such a long time now, but I think we technically have only known each other since February. I know, right? <laughs> I know. I feel like we our paths crossed only, what, I don't know, is that 10 weeks ago? Like it's, of, yeah, it's just over a couple of months. Yes, gosh, yes. Well, it, it feels like I've known you for such a long time. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on to the podcast, Christine. Um, if you want to connect with Christine, so her Instagram is at Christine underscore Agar, and that's A-G-H-A. -A. She does also have a private Facebook group, which is called the Emotional Mastery for Empaths and Highly Sensitive Women with Christine. Again, I will put the actual link in the notes for you. Um, her website is um, www.christineagar.com.au. Um, and that's where you'll find the information for her coaching packages and any of the online and in-person group sessions that will be coming up. Um, so if you don't live in our area, you can get to um, be in a group session with Christine that way. Um, and I'll put, as I said, the link to uh, the treat that Christine has so generously given us uh, in the notes as well. So thank you so much, Christine. Um, I'll wrap us up here. Amazing. The Thank you for so much for coming on. Um, so listeners, if you do want to, um, to hear about uh, upcoming podcasts, Christine is going to write us a, a blog to follow up on this. So um, if you've liked what you've heard today and are intrigued to learn some more, Christine has kindly and generously is going to uh, write up a little blog for us. Um, so watch out for that coming out. Um, and you can find that over at the website. That will be seedsofwonder.com. And of course, you can find other updates and information over on my Facebook page, which is Seeds of Wonder Australia or on my Instagram page, which is Seas of Wonder underscore Australia. Um, so that's it for now. Take care until next time, and I'll be back with more podcasts soon. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye.